Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's storyteller was a novelist, poet, playwright, and translator who's considered the first woman to make a living as a writer in the 17th century. She used her poems, prose, and plays to challenge societal norms of the time. Much of her life remains a mystery, but her enduring body of work speaks for itself. Let's talk about Afra Ben. The mystique of Afra Ben begins with her own origin story. There are multiple conflicting accounts of where she was born and who her parents were. Because of this, Afra's maiden name is lost, or at least hotly debated, history. A few more details of Afra's life come into focus around 1664, when she married a Dutch merchant. This is where historians believe she got the last name Ben. While the name stuck, the marriage did not. The union ended abruptly, due to separation or death, though we're not sure which. Now penniless and living in Antwerp, Belgium, Afra tried to make money by working as a spy for England's King Charles II. Either Charles refused to pay or her payment was insufficient, because when Afra made passage back to England in 1668, she was thrown into a debtor's prison. In an unconventional decision for the time, Afra turned to writing to make a living and pay off her debts. In 1671, her first play, Forced Marriage, was produced in London by the Duke's Company. Over the subsequent several years, Afra wrote 19 plays with the Duke's Company. While she became well known for her work as a playwright, her reputation as a poet was just as fabled as her work as a dramatist. Her talents were compared to those of Sappho, the great poet of ancient Greece. The fact that Afra was a woman was unusual for the time, but it wasn't just her gender that made her writing notorious. It was also the salacious content of her plays and poems. While it's debatable whether the content of her stories would have caused as much of a fuss had they been written by a man, it's certainly clear that she brought a unique perspective to her work. Afra's signature style included the presence of an audacious first-person narrator. Through this technique, Afra infused herself into her writing. The first-person narrator nearly always reflected the perspective of a woman, which was also uncommon for the time. She frequently commented on current events, daring even to call out members of public life. Her topical satires appealed to a sophisticated audience. She broached topics of war, sex, and love in vivid, unabashed terms. She wrote extensively about homoeroticism. While Afra had several male lovers in her lifetime, her writings captured her attraction to women and the attraction she witnessed between men in her life. One of her most famous poems, The Disappointment, exemplifies how Afra regularly confronted societal expectations for men and women in her writing. While it's typically been interpreted as a poem about male impotence, it's also a poem about rape. Afra kept with conventional language and form for the time, but placed the reader in the woman's mind, exposing the double standards at play in this heterosexual relationship. Afra was dedicated to amplifying the female perspective, 
In her writings, she consistently featured male infidelity in contrast to female companionship and loyalty. In addition to her plays and poetry, Afra also translated books and wrote short stories. Perhaps Afra's most famous work of fiction is called Orunoko. Through the centuries, Afra's work has been revisited, cast aside as unladylike, and re-examined yet again. But the short story, Orunoko, stands out as a work that remained in the limelight. Despite the fact that the hero of the story is a slave owner, the tale is seen as an abolitionist treatise and gives insight to Afra's views on imperialism, race, and ethnicity. Afra lived in poor health for quite some time, often struggling to write and walk. Some speculate that she suffered from untreated arthritis or gout. In 1689, Afra died. Her body was buried in the cloisters at Westminster Abbey. She was 49 years old. Afra's prolific career as a novelist, dramatist, and poet inspired some of the most celebrated female writers of the 20th century. Vita Sackville-West and Virginia Woolf both cited Afra as a role model. The unabashed nature of Afra's writings on everything from religion to politics to sex places Afra as the preeminent founding figure in feminist literary history. All month, we're talking about storytellers. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.